Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Hey Steph. It is your hostess with the mostest, Stephanie K. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. I want to talk about Women's History or in honor of Women's History Month. I know that we're kind of at the end, but here we are. It's never, you know, too late, right? So I figured that I would talk about some of the struggles that many of us female types go through. One of them is that superwoman syndrome, where we think that we have to do everything, that we are colossal failures if we say no, if we take a nap, if we let the laundry sit up for maybe a couple of days. I wouldn't go too long with the laundry building up, but just not making life as easy as it should be. And so what I'm going to say, I'm going to riff about it. Number one, let's start with Superwoman, right? Superwoman is not real. Superwoman is a fictional character whose purpose actually was to help other people around her and to fight for those who could not fight for themselves And that's all well and good. I'm pretty sure that that's what you do on a consistent basis on some levels. You just probably don't use a lasso to do it. You probably don't have the awesome golden cuffs to do it. But nonetheless, you are solving problems, changing lives, changing diapers, changing printer cartridges, changing reams of paper. You're doing it all and you don't think that that's enough. And I'm here to tell you that whatever it is, you're probably doing more than enough. You're doing more than your share. And it's not to say that this should make us angry. It should just make us take a a moment to just sit back and pause and say, wait a minute. Is this really right? We all have goals. We all have activities and hobbies that we love. So do more of that. And when it comes down to other things, like, first of all, let's start with like the house. Let's talk about being around the house, right? There are some of us who love to clean. That's what we do. If we're having a bad day, some of us go to Target. Some of us go to Whole Foods. I go to Trader Joe's or maybe TikTok when I can. Other people enjoy cleaning. So if you like cleaning, then by all means, do it. But for me, I maintain clean. I am all about being sanitary. So I'm definitely going to make sure that my space is clean, neat, and sanitary. But I've never looked at a bottle of Murray's oil wax and said, you know what? I really need to go and handle these hardwood floors. It's just never happened. Nope. I will Swiffer. I will wet mop. And that's all that I'm going to do to those hardwood floors. Okay. That's it. That's it. A broom to get any residue, any dust. That's, that's what I got for you. 
But uh, to sit down and actually take the time like our grandmothers used to do back in the day or they had their children do for them on a Saturday morning, that's just not in my ministry. So I'm not going to do it. But if it needs to get done, why not hire somebody to do it if you can? Now, maybe you can't afford a living maid maybe or cleaning service. Maybe you can't do that every day or every week. But if you could do it once a month, if you could do it once a quarter, that's cool. I think you should do it. We got to start living in the 21st century because household work and being a full-time mom or being a full-time housewife or house partner, that is an actual job. Like if you think about like if you were to look at some of the rich and famous, most of them probably have a house manager and they're paying that person to do most of the things that we have to do. In addition to working outside of our homes, raising families, caretaking for relatives, whatever, We're doing laundry, we're taking care of the house, we're paying the bills, we're making financial decisions, we're making medical appointments, we are doing taxes, we are making sure that the refrigerator is full and it's clean, we're making sure that there's some modicum of organization in the home, we're making sure that there are nutritious eats in the house, we're making sure that we have toilet paper, paper goods, I mean, the list goes on and on. We're doing all of that while trying to also figure out how to schedule time to get a manicure, get a pedicure done, sit down and have a hair appointment, to sit down and meet with friends, to just have some me time. We're trying to figure out all of that. And there's somebody that's going to try to make you feel guilty for wanting to, like I said, just something as simple as taking a nap. Don't fall for it. Back in the day, for those who were fortunate enough to be able to do it, household work is a full-time job, is my point. It's a a full-time job. Like you could spend your whole day doing those activities, and I'm sure I missed several critical activities of running a house full-time without doing any work for anybody else outside of the home. That is a full-time job running your house. So to think that a 21st century person to do all of those things plus work a full-time job or to raise children or to not even raise children, be an active partner, be the other half of a healthy relationship Yeah, something's got to give. And if you have kids, uh, unfortunately, you can't let them go without being taken care of and nurtured and loved and supported. And your relationship will also die if you're not taking care of that. So you know what? Delegate. Delegate, delegate, delegate. Find a way. Find a way. There is always a way to delegate something. Maybe you're not delegating the cleaning of your house, but maybe you can delegate laundry or, okay, you're not comfortable with somebody folding your underwear. Okay. Not a problem. Can they do your comforters? 
Can they do the rugs for you? Can someone come and do a garden for you so that you can make sure that you have fresh fruits and produce if that's something that is interest of, of interest to you? Like, why do you have to go out and do that? Now, if you enjoy it, by all means. I'm just talking about simple ways. Maybe somebody can do your shopping for you in terms of groceries. There's so many like that. During the pandemic, I could not have gotten through those early months without food delivery services, without the grocery chains that allowed for delivering your your food and your items like they were a godsend and they're still doing it and the fee is nominal with basically with gas prices right now it is not even the cost of gas and you have to also think about again getting over this superwoman syndrome is what is your time worth yeah you got to pay somebody to do something that you could do like I could hear all of our grandmother is saying to us in chorus, well, why would you do that? Like, why are you doing that? That's just lazy. Okay. But they lived in a different time. They had different circumstances. It was different for them and it was their choice to do it that way. We have a choice to do it different. And I am here raising my hand to tell you that it is okay. I, it is okay for me to do it different. Because there's no way that I can go and give and do my job and work outside of my home and do all the other things that I need to do without some help, without some support. Because what usually happens is we put ourselves and usually our well-being aside. So what it means, and this might hurt a little bit, this might, this might hurt a little bit, but this might mean that we don't make those doctor's appointments that we need to make. That we don't go for our annual physicals. We just conveniently put that aside because we probably know that the doctor is going to probably have something to say about something. So we put that off. We put off the mammograms. We put off the wellness visits. Some of us even don't take our medicine on a regular schedule. That's not okay, ladies. And even if this, just period, whomever is not okay, you have to take care of yourself. And I'm not trying to be preachy. I'm also talking to myself. Because it's not easy. It's not easy to stare the things that we don't want to deal with, it's not easy to face them. It's easier to just be busy. And so many of us have become practiced. We have become marathon level experts in being busy. Sometimes you got to turn the phone off. Sometimes it is okay as long as everybody is fed, safe. Look, it's okay to watch TV. It is okay to take a bath and relax. It is okay to drop those kids off sometimes, as long as it's somebody that, again, is responsible, is safe, and, you, you know, you're using good judgment. It is 
okay to take a break. Because as long as you pick up the phone, as long as you keep showing up for everybody except yourself, you are telling them that this is the acceptable way to treat you. I've been there. I have completely overextended myself at times and have just found myself in an emotional state because as a water sign, I feel everything. So if a family member, my friends, if they're going through something, I feel it. It's like it's happening to me and I get emotionally invested. And I'm sitting here thinking, worrying, praying, hoping that everything works out. And in some cases, you call the person back or you talk to them later. Oh, my God, it was nothing. It was like it was a non-issue. And you're like sitting here like, dude, I almost lost my edges worried about this for you. Like I couldn't sleep like legit. I was unable to sleep worrying about your outcome. And that's not that person's fault. I had to learn how to do it different to make sure that I was or I remained in a good place. And I'm not saying that we have to cut people off because you know what? I go through things and I certainly wouldn't want somebody to cut me off, right? But I have to also recognize that just like for me, they may not be in a place to be able to hear what I have going on. They might just want to keep the conversation light. And so, you know what? I have to set that tone too when necessary. Now, if somebody is going through something significant, whether it's a major loss or whatever, again, we all are smart. We all know what needs to take priority and what doesn't. But yeah, yeah, Superwoman is not real. It's a fictional character. So do not try to live up to fictional standards. Just, it's it's impossible. Everybody has a bad day. Everybody goes through a rough time. And for me, when I'm going through my period of change, I have to do this kind of like in private, right? Because I don't need, except for maybe a select team, I don't really need everybody's opinion because everybody just can't weigh in on your situation. And it's not that they're haters. It's not that they don't want what's best for you. But you know what? Sometimes it can just get a little bit too, the lines can get extremely muddled when you're getting too many perspectives. My mother used to say something to me. She used to say, like when I talked to her about certain things, and I mean, you know, in certain instances, instances, she would give me her advice. But in other times, she would listen. And after she listened and heard me out, she would tell me I knew I already had the answer. I already knew what I wanted to do. And today I can tell you that that is true. Sometimes we know what we need to do. We just don't want to do it. And sometimes we bring it up to friends and family because 
We want to either debate it out in their presence, which sometimes looks like we're debating them, but, or we want to be talked out of whatever it is that we know we need to do, or we know that we shouldn't do it. And they're going to tell us the same thing if they are really the right person who are invested in our well-being. But it really starts with us. It starts with knowing who you are and what you need and following your internal North Star because everyone has it. Everyone has one. We forget as the New Thought teachings and metaphysically Emily Cady talks about you know, the cause of man's suffering is forgetfulness. It is true. It's not that we don't know most of the time. We just sometimes forget who we are and whose we are. And so sometimes it's about returning to that center to say, you know what? I know what I need. And it might take a lot more courage than I think I know that I have or that I believe that I have. It might take me becoming extremely uncomfortable, but I can do this. I can do this. And sometimes we think that, oh, it's external situations that are holding us back and it's this, it's that person. Or even sometimes we think that the universe just is not answering us, that the universe is just not responding Sometimes that lack of response is really an indicator that we weren't ready. It wasn't that the universe wasn't ready. The universe, I believe, is always ready to respond. But sometimes we ourselves are not ready for that which we think that we want. We're not ready. We're not really ready. We think that we're ready. Or in that moment, we're certain that we're ready. But on a grander scheme, we're just not ready. Like, for example, you could want to buy a house, right? And that's on your vision board. That's something that you really, really have told yourself that you want. But in reality, are you ready to move? Are you ready to pack up the things where you are? Are you ready to go through that exercise? Are you really ready to go through your finances and take an honest assessment and look at your finances to see if you can qualify for a mortgage? Are you willing to accept the mortgage that you can afford today or Are you going to just wait until you can get that $10 million property, which is going to probably take a little bit longer than maybe getting something for now, aka a starter home that you can grow into or you can grow out of so that whenever you want the next thing. I admire people. I know people who like, look, for me, buying one house was, that was an achievement. I felt like Rocky running up those stairs. I was like, yes. Okay. But there are people who they get into a house. It does not serve them. They put that bad boy on the market and they go find what they want. I love people who can do that. That's just not quite how I'm set up just yet. 
or that's not how I was yesterday. We'll see who I am tomorrow. But that's just not how I am. But I admire people who, if this isn't serving them, whether it is a car, it is a job, or it is real estate, (laughs) they are going to do what they have to do to improve their station in life, whatever that is, no matter what. So if they got to move and, and, and relocate and it's their fifth house, it doesn't matter. The fifth time is a charm for them. I love it. Again, doesn't have to be me, doesn't have to be you, but sometimes going back to the point of whether it's the universe holding us back or are we ourselves the hold up? Because sometimes we're not ready for what we want. And that's okay. That's okay if you're not ready. Just recognize it so that you can stop the unhelpful, inaccurate narrative of, oh, the universe isn't responding to me. The universe listens to everybody else but me. Everybody else around me is able to make these demonstrations, but I can't. Well, maybe it's just not what you are ready for right now, or maybe you are not ready to do what is required right now. Maybe you're just not ready right now, but maybe one day you will be, or maybe, maybe once you come to this realization, you will decide to be ready. So maybe you weren't ready to look at your credit report to see, okay, am I able to qualify for a mortgage? Maybe, you know what, yesterday I wasn't ready to walk into the bank where I already have a relationship and sit down with a personal banker and say, okay, my goal is to own a house. Where do I start? Maybe you weren't ready yesterday, but maybe you're ready now just to have the conversation, just to be curious, just to say, okay, this is where I am. Maybe I don't buy the house by weeks in, but you know what? Maybe six months from now, if I do all the things that need to be cleaned up or need to get done, maybe I'll be in my my house in six months. Maybe I can spend my my first Thanksgiving or my first Christmas holiday or whatever. Maybe I can be in my house by the new year. Maybe. But you got to start where you are and you got to get a team of help. And that's my last bit of advice just to wrap this whole superwoman in honor of woman's history. Get yourself a team. And sometimes you have to go outside of your circle and find people because there are people who've already done it. You don't have to do it. There's already somebody who has done more than likely what you aspire to do. There's already somebody who's cleaned up their credit. There's already somebody who has went from having zero negative savings to figuring out how to come up with 5% or figuring out what assets they have that would qualify. There's somebody who's already done it. So you know what? Use that information to your benefit. You just got to go out here and seek it. YouTube is your friend. Google is your friend. 
podcasts are your friend because there are people who are willing now more than ever we are connected and people are sharing constantly even on TikTok honestly there are people who are sharing their experiences they're showing you how so that you don't have to go and just make decisions in a vacuum in in the dark you just don't have to do it. They've done the work for you. You can just see if their way aligns with what you need to do or if it makes sense for you. So happy Women's History Month. And I really do hope that you have enjoyed this particular episode. Felt like I would keep it kind of short and sweet, but... um you know, here we are. So if you haven't had a chance, feel free to go and listen to my other episodes. I think that you will enjoy them. Also in the description of this episode, you will also find how out how you can read my blog post. I am on wordpress.com at Steph at wordpress.com. So yeah, check out my writing, check out the podcast. I drop new episodes every Monday. So until next time, thank you so much for listening and you will hear me on the next episode of Hey Steph. Bye.